Welcome to Piedmont Arts, made possible by Quo Vadis and Ortho Carolina. I'm Rachel Stewart. On February 15th, Black Violin will bring their unique blend of classical and hip-hop to the Belk Theater at Blumenthal Performing Arts in Charlotte. And Black Violin is made up of violinist Kev Marcus and violist Will B. They have worked with everyone from Aerosmith to Kanye West, and they've joined Turnaround Arts, a program of the John F. Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts, which brings arts education to struggling schools in underserved communities. Black Violin has been featured on The Tonight Show, Ellen, NPR, just to name a few places. They were nominated for a Grammy in the Best Contemporary Instrumental Album category for their Take the Stairs album. And today, we're lucky enough to be able to chat with Will B. of Black Violin. So, Will, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. What you do is pretty unique, blending, you're taking your classical training and then uh, bringing it to other styles of music. I was just curious, how do you actually think about genre in music? It's clear that you're crossing boundaries and you know, how how important is genre in music, do you think? I think genres is, I guess it's as important as you make it, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> obviously for us, you know, we, we're definitely not pigeon-toed to any genre. Um, I think that's one of the unique things about our music. And obviously when you hear our music, there's a heavy classical influence and obviously heavy hip-hop influence, but there's a lot of l little things in between, you know. It's like a nice bowl of gumbo. <laughs> Yeah. With a nice, you know, bunch of ingredients. So, you know, our music is um, is definitely different. And the, the idea of genre, you know, we kind of like to think of ourselves as genreless. And the idea of genre seems very limiting and just kind of puts itself in a box in a sense, you know. But I understand how it's it's useful to think about just like what do you like and what are you into. There's rock, there's this, and there's that. But um. For those that are creative, they're able to kind of put the two worlds together and there's, there you have it. You have something that's different. And I think that's very creative. And that's and as artists, I think every artist should strive to do that because that's 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 the fun. You know, <laughs> that's what makes it interesting, you know. Right. And that is the creation of something exactly. new that's your own. So you and Kev Marcus, you actually trained as classical violinist. I don't know if you were training as a violinist or a violist yourself, but um, where where did you study? Well, we're both actually violists. <laughs> funny, funny enough, uh, I studied at Florida State. He studied at FIU. So we're both violists, and we kind of got together and started kind of doing this kind of, you know, hip-hop fusion thing, which is something that we've always done as kids because it was always fun. And uh, two violists just didn't really, didn't really do it, you know? <laughs> so, you know, we, we had to flip a coin and whoever lost played the violin and obviously he lost. So <laughs> he stuck with the violin. So he had to learn how to play the violin, even though it's, it's, some people may think it's, you know, you know, it's, just, you play the same way, but because he's a violist, I can tell that he's a violist when he plays the violin. He's been playing the violin for a very long time. So it's harder to tell now, but in the beginning, I can absolutely tell that yeah, you're a viola player, you know, because <laughs> it's it's just a different way that you approach the instrument. So that is very interesting, and you know, I'm struck. You know, there are viola jokes everywhere, right? Yeah. I heard um, one of my colleagues referred to the viola as the Jan Brady of the string family. 
<laughs> you know, the middle child. Um, right. So I, I love the fact that you say y'all had to, to flip a coin to figure out who was going to, uh, what's the word, succumb to playing the violin or have to play the violin. <laughs> right. Without getting too much into the weeds, because, you know, most of us listening are not musicians, can you say a little bit about what's different about approaching the viola versus the violin? It's it's kind of like, you know, if you, most people are familiar with the choir, you know, a lot of people, you know, song choir in church or whatever. It's kind of like the difference between a, a soprano and an alto, right? You got the soprano that's higher in pitch and the sopranos, uh, the altos rather are lower in pitch. And the viola is a fifth lower and it's bigger, you know, it has bit more meat on his bones i would say and um it's just it's just it's just better it looks better <laughs> feels better <laughs> it's just overall better you know what i mean and violin's really small i hate playing the violin it's just really tiny i have big hands so it's always loud playing the violin but um that's pretty much the difference you know what i mean and um yeah that's it <laughs> <laughs> so you said your partnership goes uh way back right before college is that correct? Yeah. We went to high school together. We were stand partners. Did you start fusing the hip hop with the classical at that point? Yeah. Not necessarily intentionally. I think it was more so just for fun. You know what I mean? And when I look back at it, it, it was it was something that kept us playing. And it was just nothing that was unusual about that. Because we grew up in the hip hop world. We grew up in pop culture back in the early 90s. So for us to listen to a song on the radio and pick up the instrument and try to mimic that melody or try to mimic a string line that's in that song wasn't new to us. It was just something that was always interesting. And in a lot of ways, it was almost like a defensive mechanism. It's like, you know, this classical music is its own thing, but man, I like this and I want to be this. This is what I am. You know, how do I, you know, put this thing together? And we would naturally just do that just to really break out of ourselves and really think outside the box, so to speak, you know? So it's something that we've always done, again, just for fun. I remember the first year I started playing, there's this TV show that I used to watch all the time. And for the first time when I heard it, it sounded different. The reason why it sounded different because there's a violin melody in there, in the intro of the TV show. And all of a sudden I started just mimicking that. And this is like maybe a, a few weeks after I started playing, you know? So um, it was always just fun to just hear something and mimic it, I don't know. Right. In reading some things on your website and, and other places, it's very clear that you believe that music can break down cultural barriers. And that's part of what you're doing, obviously, when you when you bring hip hop, hip hop and classical together. Can you say something about that? And it seems to be fairly central to your purpose, maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, when you come to a black violence show, it's always amazing to see the, the different kind of faces that are there, you know. And for, for that 90 minutes, we have your attention. Nothing matters but the music. And for whatever reason, it brings people together. And a lot of people that are at the audience that are watching the show, it's probably never really have been in the same room together before. You know, it's almost like going to a uh, baseball game, kind of. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, it's something that is very inspiring to us. And we see that and we see how our music really bring people together. And, and we, we take it a step further in terms of just like the content that we we project, you know, it has to be something that projects the idea of, of um, unity and just, you know, 
just because, you know, if you look at us, we're two black guys playing the violin. It's something that you don't see every day. And But you look at us, and then for that moment when you see us, you just see the instrument, and you see Will Baptiste and Kev Marcus. And that's the thing. Whatever you thought about someone that looked like me, hopefully within that 90 minutes, I've shattered some 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 kind of uh, stereotypes about a person that looks like me. And we see the power that we have by doing that, and we don't take it lightly. Everything that we put out has to represent who we are first and foremost. And I think it's it's a really special thing, and we're just very thankful that we're able to do that. And um, it's amazing, and we're going to continue to do that because there's still this sense of um, the vision within our society, and and music heals. You know, music heals. Music brings people together, and I believe um, our music can continue to do that even after we're gone, because it's something that is just, if you think of what hip hop is and what classical music is, it's very much the way our society is in terms of what historically, what classical has always been. And it still is today, you know? So the idea that we uh, radically took this genre that's been almost untouchable, you know what I mean? Almost like here's this nice thing that's been projected as being this perfect thing. And we're taking it and we're just, flipping it on his head and making it do what we wanted to do. It brings in other people that always felt like this genre was all out of reach. It brings everyone together and everyone are able to kind of like be in the same room and look at each other and, and see that, oh man, we're sitting here enjoying something together, maybe in different ways, but we're enjoying this, this music together at the same time. So, yeah. So you're seeing it go both ways. So I guess audiences that traditionally would not have listen to classical music or would not have felt much affinity for it can get there with what you're doing and vice versa. Um, audiences Absolutely. that have been steeped in classical music and may not think they have any interest in hip hop at all. You see it go Absolutely. both ways. Absolutely. We hear it every, every, every day when we perform, we hear it, we see it. Cause you can see a, you can see someone just sitting there and their eyes are closed and they're being, and they're mesmerized by the, by the strings. And there's a 15-year-old kid next to her or him bobbing their heads, just enjoying the beat. You know what I'm saying? And they're all, and they're both enjoying the music at the same time in different ways, you know? Mm -hmm. I know that music education is also something that's important um, to Black Violin, having joined that Turnaround Arts Program with the Kennedy Center. Can you talk a little bit about arts education and, and what you all try to do as far as that um, that goes. Yeah, you know, one of the things that ha that happened in our uh, careers growing up is we had individuals and situations that would put in place that helped us to get to where we are. Whether it was uh, our teacher, Mr. Miles, would buy us, you know, instrument. He actually got us instrument, really nice instruments for us to audition for college, and that was huge. You know, that was huge, and that's one of the things our foundation. And partner with our foundation that we do is provide instruments. We try to provide, you know, just access, right, to, to instruments in this world. And it's important because we understand how it feels to, to want to do something but just don't have the access, you know. And music education is just so, so important because I could just think of myself as, as a 15-year-old as a kid that I was excited to go to this rehearsal. Right. And, and for me, being excited for anything at 15 years old is, is it's important, you know, and um, being excited to go to rehearse and play music. I mean, that's just 
something like that is very, very transformational when it comes to a, a child, man, when it comes to a kid. Because I was that kid. I was that kid that was able to dream. I was that kid that was able to see myself as a person that can be on stage and perform. You know, when I was young, I wanted to be a, I love Yo-Yo Ma, so I wanted to be a, a soloist, you know what I mean? And without music, I couldn't have dreamt that. And we just think that kids should be able to dream. They shouldn't have anything that's that's um, preventing them from dreaming. And with our foundation, we try to provide access to um, not only instrument, but, you know, lessons and, and whether it's you trying to, you know, go to audition for this cause, but don't have the, the plane ticket, you know, which is really try to provide access to, to kids that just have that drive and have that have the interest in pursuing this um, instrument. And, and it doesn't even matter. See, to me, it's not even the idea of becoming a musician. It's just that's just part of it. But the, the most important thing is, is for you as a, as a child to get out of yourself and, and be free and and be able to be yourself. And that's what we try to do. And we try to provide for these kids when we talk to them and we um, try to mentor them. Yeah, I agree. I think learning or having the ability to make music helps on so many levels with kids, you know, no matter how proficient they become, ultimately. I don't know how old your foundation is, um, but how big is it? And what's the reach there? Well, our foundation is about three years old. It's, it's, it's roughly young. I think because of the pandemic, we had a lot of time to kind of be at home and with our wives, uh, we kind of came together and, and we said, uh, let's do this. Cause it's something we've talked about for years, you know, we just really didn't have the time because we toured so much. And, um, but so far we've, we've given out about maybe 25 scholarships to various students that are going to college or going to music camp or, you know, we're collaborating with the Broke Violin and in, 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 uh, Cleveland. They provide us with really, really nice instruments and that we could provide to the kids that are trying to get to that next level, you know. So we've been able to do a lot with the three, four years that we've been doing it. So, um, you know, right now we're just really trying to get as much funding as we can because we're about to give out a bit more scholarships, you know. And for us, it's just really about, again, about giving the access to these kids that, that have these dreams, you know, and, and again, the dream may not get to that point where you're going to be a musician. It's just the idea of dreaming, you know, and I don't think any child should have to, their dreams shouldn't be halted because of the lack of an instrument or a lack of funding for something. So, and it's something that we fortunately were able to have, you know what I mean? Cause we, we, we had people that were there to help us, you know, so we want to be able to do that for, for these kids as well. Well, I wish you wish you luck with it. It sounds like you're off to a pretty good start. And you're about to start a tour, which is this the first one since the pandemic started or we did a Christmas tour last year. So we came out with a Christmas album in 2020 and we didn't really have a chance to tour it. So last year around December, uh, I would say December 10th, we did like a, a week and a half tour. It was really quick. So that's like our first time really going out to do anything. Before that, we haven't toured for like, you know, 19 months before that. So it was really cool to be out. So this is kind of like our first time really, really going on tour. So it's exciting to to really get back to what we do, get back on stage, get back to connecting with people, you know, doing something that we truly love. So we're definitely excited. And you've been to Charlotte before. Is there anything different about this show that people can expect this time? 
Well, um, it's it's gonna be a typical black violent concert. High energy. It's gonna be, you know, um, if you want to get up out of your seat and dance, you know, we welcome that. You know, it's gonna be moments where you're gonna just your eyes are gonna be closed and <laughs> you're probably gonna shed a tear or two. Uh, but um, it's it's one of those concert that just has a lot of different elements and dynamics and we've added a lot of pieces on stage um, um we got a keyboardist and and a percussionist so it's it's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be a lot of fun no doubt don't miss it <laughs> yeah so you've got but besides the keyboardist and the percussionist you you'll have a dj is that correct yes yes yeah dj sbs and uh he's incredible i mean if you think of hip-hop that's that's the instrument that you have to have when it comes to hip-hop so yeah. he's gonna be there and um so yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun i mean it's, it's always interesting touring and people <laughs> seeing the faces uh people's faces when they come to the audience because they're they're not expecting the stage to look the way they look you got a violin a viola a dj a drummer and a keyboardist what's gonna happen here you know <laughs> <laughs> right well, it sounds like people are going to be in for a treat, and um, I wish you well on your tour and, of course, the performance in Charlotte on February 15th. And Will B. of Black Violin, I want to thank you so much for taking some time to talk to us here on Piedmont Arts. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. For Piedmont Arts, I'm Rachel Stewart. Piedmont Arts is made possible by Quo Vadis and Ortho Carolina.